get so mad, there's no control Ladies and gentlemen, just in case so you live under a rock I might grab a bat, I don't know my rap My blood boils over like Oh god, here goes I lost all feeling from my head to my toes You said some shit that I can't let go So just stay tuned for the rest of the show So have you ever felt betrayed? Switch is how you see things Realize something needs change Cause I know you got me fucked up Let me show you what's up Cause enough is enough I'll take a face full of payment Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh god, adrenaline wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning back problem at all because I couldn't care less if you like me or not I'm here for success yeah. and there's no one more successful than Grayson Moore yeah let me talk to you War game. what is up everyone welcome to the heel of the ring podcast here on the BX Sports Jedi Network and of course it is a new year and is the first NXT live event of the new year of 2023 but before we get into that and bring all the news and notes let's say hello to my partner this afternoon with us jay what's going on jay not much thank you for having me back on the podcast no man pleasure always to have you on here as my as we go forward we'll be seeing jay more and more often with us joining us each and every week every or as many as availability here on the podcast here on the heel the ring and it's great to strap in and let's go baby let's get into this nxt review um we got a before we do the nxt review we got a little bit of news and notes we all know that wrestle kingdom happened while we were some of us most of us asleep some of us stood up some of us are gonna have the bags underneath our eyes from watching it but all in all we'll break that down at the end of the video um uh, all in all our thoughts and some of the memorable matches that stand up to us personally on wrestle kingdom 17 it was fun a lot of news and notes as we know that mercedes had Mercedes, aka Sasha Banks, made her debut um, in in New Japan Wrestling. Of course, um, we'll talk about that at the end of the video. Good for her. It was good to see her on back in any professional platform of wrestling. And of course, we saw we knew that Bailey was in attendance with Naomi as well, and we had a few others. Um, a big spectacle that is their Wrestle Kingdom is their big wrestling event. Where you have uh, the true forbidden door with rest of the pro wrestling Noah Stardom, you had AEW, you had WWE, NXT, you name it, they were all pretty much available there at Wrexel Kingdom. So we'll break that down as well. Um, another news note: um, we'll stay tuned at the end because I think I'm gonna when you wrestling kind of tips its tips its future with certain uh, free agency and certain performers if they're going to stay with certain xy companies or not due to the event card so i don't want to give any spoilers yet but before we go into the nxt review um i can't wait to hear your thoughts jay on wrestle kingdom um your your the matches that stood out to you uh i know we're not going to jump into it until the end of the video but what was your thoughts um summarizing and if you got one word or a couple of the what you saw wrestle kingdom yeah, it was a great paper, uh, great pay per view, and it felt like WrestleMania to me. Um, and I, and I really enjoyed every second of it and every match. Brought it all, 
and yeah, I really loved it. Absolutely. Another another news and notes that I wanted to bring up. Um, WWE, WWE is planning to, or they're petitioning or they're pushing hard to plan a premium live event coming from France. We saw how the great success they had in Wales in Clash of the Castles. Now there a lot of talks, a lot of traction. Uh, Stayed de France in uh, WWE. So if, if you go to Twitter, if you go all there, you look at that um, and. They, they pushing it. Um, personally, I think this is a way that Triple H and the new creative wanted to do. They want to globalize WWE. Remember, we were going to have NXT Europe starting any any day now. I think, believe in March, if I'm not mistaken, NXT Europe. And what a way to indulge and invigorate a European market with bringing them a premium live event. I don't know when it'll be. I don't know if it's going to be take place in September, the way Clash of the Council was, in between, a tweener between... Um, uh, after SummerSlam in between the Royal Rumble or Crown Jewel, but it'll be interesting, Jay, to see that. Um, I'm excited for the people of France. Oh, yeah. I am super excited to see what they bring to France. Um, And, you know, a little thought here. I think maybe they'll, each year, they'll bring a new pay-per-view to a new place each year. Um, So it's not really repetitive pay-per-views, premium live events, whatever you want to call it each time um with you know clash the castle this time it could be some a whole totally different name uh for france but yeah i cannot wait to see what they have in store hopefully it's by september maybe earlier before after SummerSlam. we'll just wait and see yeah because we we were supposed to we were teased that we were getting a a premium live event coming out of india that did not fall through due to the fact of a rugby or cricket um series or whatever the case happened that didn't didn't allow it to come it was supposed to be for january and it didn't come to forefront not enough time not enough planning and um hopefully this is a you never know it might be before wrestlemania um or you know because helps launch nxt europe but we have a we have the grab the thumbnail up there so I if you go to France, if you go to the WWE, if you go to hashtag WWE Stand the France, you see that there, and you see that there on there all over the social media. So it's getting traction, Jay. Yeah, and by the looks of it, maybe we'll get another rematch between Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns, and maybe this time Roman Reigns will actually get defeated by Drew McIntyre. Get a little revenge for Clash the Castle. You never know. You never know there you with that. Know. So. There's a lot of we'll have some more news and notes at the end um after we do the nxt review because we don't want to give any spoilers on some of the cards for wrestle kingdom we're not going to review the whole card we're going to review our memorable our good matches that we like there but we'll have the ticker on the bottom to tell you the results as well if you missed it or or just telling you it's gonna be a little bit of a spoiler for wrestle kingdom if you haven't watched it if you're coming home from work i know some of us were were asleep ready ready for work some of us are on vacation some of us are off whatever the case is so we'll get right into it let's just jump into the what we came mainly here was to talk about nxt nxt started off the year uh, with with a lot of promises a, a lot of grudge matches setting up for new year's evil as well as as um, um vengeance so right off the bat we loved it first and foremost we want to tell you guys you have to watch this friday's this friday's level up you, you know just to give you a peek we've seen it we're not gonna give you no spoilers um, we, we try not to be not to be a spoiler program like the others. We want to make sure that you watch it, go in it fresh. But we recommend you to please go watch it. They had some banging matches, some uh, three 
really good matches there um jay level up again keeps improving these young these are the wrestlers of the future future uh and my goodness they did not disappoint yeah they definitely did not disappoint it was some banger matches as you know sheamus would say i keep saying it over and over again banger after banger after banger uh but just yeah tune in friday right after smackdown um at 10 p.m eastern on peacock to check out level up and it's going to be a good one it's going to be phenomenal it, was, it really was uh, and they have been delivering bangers after bangers after bangers and it's uh, oh that's level up no guys i'm I've, I've told i've told many people in the chat to watch certain wrestlers um the main event of level up was just another good match I, I personally should have been on the main card tonight but it is what it is you got to give some you got to give a piece of good you got to give a good juicy steak once in a while to level up and they've been giving more than a steak they've been giving for mignons yeah definitely uh one of those the main event definitely should have been um on the main roster on the main card actually um and yeah level up is just improving it's improving every single week and i feel like maybe level up will be the developmental brand uh moving forward you're probably right you're yeah probably, it's starting to look like that it's starting to it's look starting like to look like it um and we're getting we're seeing a lot of new stars new faces come on and then you know they're improving in the ring and we you know just tune in tune in i can't i really want to spoil stuff yes. but i can't i'm not going to tune in to this friday yes we are so enthusiastic be honest with you we are really enthusiastic we're holding back not to give you any spoilers because it was that good and just to give you a uh, quick behind the peek we ourselves go to nxt we were there live in attendance so you're what you're giving our perspective from us being in the arena um, Ev, uh, um jay and evan part of the program sit on the opposite side by by where um booker t sits um and does the commentary with vic joseph we are we by the hand will sit more by the entrance where the where the wrestlers come up the stairs i my, myself my wife uh, a couple of the heal the ring podcasts uh guys that are part of the program we all sit there and we watch it from different angles and i'm gonna tell you this right now this was this was an electric crowd tonight to start off and and, and of course we're giving you our perspective of being in there we're not just somewhere else or out across somewhere else in another country or another another state um eating on ezekiel bread no we were there live and in person and we're telling you from our perspective going forward but what a way to start it off because i believe level up open the door for a great great opening contest between apollo and carmelo hayes um my god what a way to start it off the new year they gave us they gave us cream right off the right off the top there jay yeah uh apollo versus carmelo hayes was a really really good match it was better than apollo versus Braun breaker i know that's two heavyweights you know going at it there um at deadline but these two, oh my God, they put on a hell of a performance and they brought it all to kickoff 2023 uh, for NXT. Oh, yes. I put the graphics of the two. If you missed it, you, you can see that. Amalo Hayes and Apollo. Now, the match has a lot of star power. It was really up and going. I believe personally, we, we I love the fact that they... NXT Universe, followed by the NXT Enforcer, our one and only Mr. Bobby, aka Mr. Met, with the claps, getting the crowd. We were all, I mean, we knew when to clap. It, it was a beautiful, orchestrated of love, of, of passion when it comes to watching wrestling in a live event. And everybody was 
was just ready to cheer the performers, ready to give them, and and the performers did not fail to deliver Carmelo Hayes another quality match where he carried this match, I believe. And despite that, Apollo is the veteran in the ring and the veteran wrestler. But I felt Carmelo Hayes, with his mannerisms, his style, um, carried this match with Apollo. And and it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing to shame for Apollo, but because that's what you want. You this is what the developmental league supposedly of nxt and now we're starting to see the wrestlers that have been there and um that supposedly are are being seasoned or or developmental they're the ones that was actually carrying the match that's a good thing to see jay yeah definitely a good thing to see and i can't wait because carmelo hayes will face whoever is going to win this uh next week next tuesday at new year's evil at vengeance day um and i can't wait to see who it is i mean now it's good to see carmelo hayes getting the push he deserves before he goes back up to the main roster um and you know carmelo hayes man doing all those moves those moves were they were clean they were clean uh there was nothing wrong with that match at all and bobby over there getting the crowd hyped uh we've been gone for three weeks three weeks that we missed nxt so much and we missed everybody at the pc no matter if it's the performers or the producers or the referees, anybody, we missed them all. And we just wanted to say thank you guys for letting us come back. And uh, thank you for giving us a great show to kick off 2023. It was good. Uh, back and forth. The near fall finishes with the uh, with a, a lot of different uh, suplex city. Apollo had had given a, a series numbers of suplexes to Carmelo um, or in continuous fashion of all the grabbing of the of the of the arm to hold off and do certain side of moves uh, Carmelo Hayes the way he sold those moves um, and my goodness he is every week every match after match after match Carmelo Hayes is it, it, just star it just the star keeps bright shining brighter and brighter and brighter that young man has the future is super ahead of him um, talk about there's a lot of futures stars in wrestling and not only when and not just give the flowers to carmelo hayes but he, um his partner his, his best friend out there on the ring bring mr trick williams i mean the way he engaged with the crowd as a real as a heel um and and getting the back and forth feet when to pretend to intervene in in the match i love that when carmelo hayes was putting a, a submission hold on, on on the knee he was there rallying back and, and he was actually doing a little bit of a mizdow imitation of the of the match but also putting his love and, and feeling into the being on the ringside not just being there as a as a as a uh as a puppet or or just hey look at me no he was engaging and it's good to see that and th what i'm showing is them producers and the whoever's working with these performers they're giving they're teaching well giving them good good um advice and and kudos to the performers in the nxt that we're currently seeing right now they're sponges because they're absorbing and they're portraying it to us and they're freaking very entertaining and man i i really enjoy that jay yeah i really enjoyed every second of it and you know trick williams over there doing his little his little thing right there with the crowd um you know playing the heel character and then hitting and Tending to be like you know Mizdow, like you said, that was I was laughing so hard because the way I was looking at the angle, the Trick's face, oh my god, <laughs> that was that was. If you guys were watching it on TV, you probably saw it uh, better. Um, but yeah, I you know all these performers on NXT are like yeah, like you said, sponges. They're getting better and better each week. 
um, with all you know the producers and trainers in the back at the performance center. Um, and I, you know, I can't wait for every single one of them to show up, show what they have, and you know, put it all on the table for all of us there at the performance center and people watching at home as well. Yes, and and again, I want to give them also credit to to both Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Their gimmick, it's it's their gimmick or their their persona is Melo doesn't miss. It's a basketball reference. Um, you know everything he does, he, he doesn't miss. Free throws, three pointers, he hits you. He hits you. He'll put it this way: any finisher, he can hit your finisher at any time, and he won't miss to get you down. Also, Trick Williams, his character or or I am. Um, the way he persona is safe for children. You know, he get we've seen him have thumb wrestling matches with young kids and at the at a live hive show. You know, he, he gets it. Um he he is a heel that will will get back and forth and get and do the heel argument with the crowd, but it's all in good spirit. And that wrestling is for mostly for young children or young young audience. Young, young audience, correct. And he gets it where to appease to them, but also looking hardcore enough and for an mature audience because he's a six he's a big tall six foot five guy i mean he's slim they're cut they're there they stay filled they check the boxes and kudos for them um for their for them for going forward and i and of course 2023 for both carmelo hayes and trick williams i see a lot of stardom i see um roller coaster of ascension um could it could i wouldn't be surprised like you said could we see them possibly be in the main roster for wrestlemania you never know i personally i would love them to bring them both up i think trick williams uh, um as we'll see in a moment uh they their their stock is so much rising as we'll see that carmelo hayes Melo doesn't miss hits his finisher on apollo cruz and gets a victory in the middle of the ring gets the one two three for the win carmelo hayes victorious here Beating Apollo Crews, I liked it because it was a clean finish as well. Not not Trick Williams intervening. It was Melo getting the victory. And he is now, you could say, state of claim here for vengeance for possibly the NXT world title, number one contender, or, or hey, put my name there. I deserve a title shot. And I don't think anyone in, in any wrestling um, platform is going to say no to that because he, he deserves it and more. Yeah, Carmelo definitely deserves every bit of success that he has in NXT and deserves even more. I mean, put the title on him. He he deserves the title. I, I can see him going a little bit with the title and then moving to the main roster um, along with Trick Williams, um, you know, and them being tagged, a tag team or probably probably heard, uh, part of the Hurt business. We never know. Uh, but I could definitely see Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes in the near future um, having some gold around their waist. We never know. We never know there. And of course, as they celebrate Carmelo and Trick Williams, they have raised their hand in victory. And, and some of them argue with the crowd. Some of them don't. Um, and of course, as they're in the ring solo, all of a sudden, out of the shadows, up from, from where right actually next to me. Right actually <laughs> where Jay was sitting. Right next to me. Here comes the one and only Axiom. And Axiom comes out high flying right over Trick and Melo. And of course, the match is about to start. We have a second match of the night. It is Axiom versus Trick Williams in a pretty good match here. Um, you could say, wow, Axiom is much more smaller than than Trick Williams, but don't let the height, don't let the the, the disparity fool you. I thought this match was another solid match. Um, like I said, Trick Williams keeps getting better. We also saw a great match um, main event with Axiom and Mustafa Ali. That was a really good high-flying, hard-hitting, good match there. Axiom 
believe it or not, I was not a fan and still a little lukewarm for Axiom. I'm going to be totally honest. Um, but that match with Mustafa Ali has won me more towards like, oh, appreciation of what an Axiom could do. And maybe just the gimmick. And again, and I just finished saying a few minutes ago, I don't want to sound contradicting, saying that wrestling is for a younger audience. And that's why that's why I'm kind of leaning towards liking more Axiom because it doesn't have to appeal an, old, an older mature audience, but also young audience you know it did that when Rey Mysterio captivated us um going forward with the mask the luchador style I'm and Axiom now with the high flying and and the the underdog persona now that we're going to have Dragon Lee coming into the NXT universe it's going to be now another high flyer with another mask wrestler I have nothing I like luchador wrestling because you know being part Latino we we watch AAA Lucha Libre Lucha Libre is part of our heritage there I really am starting to look to feel more and more into axiom's corner and this match jay what was your thoughts on the match with axiom and trick williams it was it was a great match it was a great match um at, you know trick williams he's improving each week um and you know i can't wait for you know to see what's in store for trick williams in 2023 and like you said axiom yeah axiom you know, Luchador and all that stuff. Yes, we've seen it all before, but Axiom, it's just, it feels different with Axiom, um, you know, because he, he's just, he's just doing what he needs to do. And we saw, we saw him, you know, at deadline, hit that backflip off the penalty box. Um, we saw him just now, or oh, yesterday, uh, jump and hit a uh, crossbody on both uh, Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. And like you said before, yes. We, you know, we don't want to keep saying it over and over again. But yes, it is for kids. It's for younger audience. And we love to see it. We love to see, um, you know, these kids get, you know, to inspire, you know, inspire these kids to grow up and be somewhat similar to somebody like Rey Mysterio and Axiom. Um, yeah, it's a great inspiration for little ki- for kids at home and all over the world. Right. And, and, and I know there's always going to be the naysayers and the Debbie Downers. And I try not to be one at times, you know, but I go human nature. We tend to elaborate more of the negative and I don't want to, but I know I seen all over everywhere. Oh, 50, 50 booking, another 50, 50 booking. Stop it. I mean, there's a story to be made. What we're going to, we just had Axiom go on main event, had a hell of a match up in the, and so the trick Williams, by the way, trick Williams had a great match. On, on main event as well against Cedric Alexander. Phenomenal match. They had a really good match there on the main roster. Trick Williams looked like a million dollars. So my point is, oh, who's going to get over? You get, you allow action. You got Carmelo Hayes to go over on, on Apollo. Now you let Axiom because Axiom now you're going to have, like I said, Dragon Lee's returning. The North American title has a lot of really good contenders now. You know, do I what I see Axiom and and Wesley is good. That could be a hell of a match, or we could um, fantasy book later down the road triple threat and so forth. My point is, you want to keep Axiom with some kind of heat, um, get him with some buzz and get him going, get him a little over because Trick Williams is over without getting over. He's over because he's now part of Melo's staple. When when Melo now gets a title opportunity in, in Vengeance, Trick Williams is going to be his vignette. He's going to be on Bayern's side. So Trick Williams could receive that same heat 
because he's standing alongside Melo, and they're a team, and they got that heat. They get over. But if he goes, if Trick Williams goes over on Axiom, Axiom gets buried. Uh, Axiom just another mass jobber, which we don't want to see that, uh, Jay. And and I, I understand that. So sometimes people are so critical. Oh, WWE with the 50-50 booking. I can't stand that. And there's a few podcasters that are friends of the program that say that, and I can't stand that. Don't you know they're telling a story? It may not make sense to you, but wait and let the story marinate and let them finish, Get let them get to the main plot and, and the ending and the conclusion of the story before you make an opinion. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, Axiom last week lost to Carmelo Hayes, and then this week, you know, he's coming after Trick Williams for revenge. Um, and I could definitely see a triple threat Avengers Day. Axiom, Carmelo Hayes, and whoever wins at uh, New Year's Evil next week, um, you know, for the NXT title. I could definitely see it happening. You know, Axiom getting the um, the, the the hype that he deserves, all 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 of the, you know, love and stuff that he deserves, um, you know, and he's coming in here doing what he needs to do. And enough with the 50-50 booking. Enough. Enough with the the all that criticism online it's just just let them do what they need to do it's story time it's, it's story but it's you know it's story come on it's a storyline come on just let them do what they need to do right let them tell the story it's like it's like like you know you're speaking and i'm gonna interrupt you i didn't let you finish your point it's the vice versa let wwe finish if there's a 50 50 booking hold on there's a reason for it we don't know who's gonna you know it it, it, it there's a reason just sit, sit back, open up a nice Coca-Cola, put on a smile, and like Richard Pryor say, shit, bleep, bleep, up, you know, but that's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, I, and, you know, sometimes I got to do that myself. You know, I open up a nice Coke, sit down, and just shut up and watch the Oh, yeah, or do, or do exactly what Chad Gable tells you every single one. Shush, you know, just just don't talk. Don't, don't, if you don't have something nice to say online, don't say it. That's what I'm going to say. Go. All right. And so we go to the next segment here on NXT. There was a couple of backstage. Now, we didn't see the backstage too much because it's so loud in NXT. And, and of course, we coming on live here, we didn't get to watch it. We normally watch on video, see how it looks on TV. Or normally we have a guest, we have a, uh, part, a partner here or, or, or a, a panelist here that watches it via uh, TV, so we have a TV aspect and live crowd audience. But tonight, this afternoon, for the recording of the program, we did not have or we did not watch it on video to see all the backstage promo. So, are we missing backstage promo? We do apologize um, for not breaking down. The one we did see was uh, the tag team women's tag team champion, Kaden and Kaden and Katana, in the back with the medical, uh, with the doctors. I don't know if they one of the ladies are sick, injured, injury. Um, possibly expecting i don't know if that's the storyline i'm just saying i'm not saying it's yeah real, no so guys. online earlier in the day somebody created a twitter account named nxt underscore anonymous um they filmed katana and kaden backstage uh talking to medical and you know possibly somebody's coming to nxt uh, maybe a returning star maybe a, a, a new person coming to nxt you know and we'll just have to wait and see We'll just have to wait and see. Possibly New Year's Evil. Let me ask you this, Jay. Would that possibly return? Uh, it, it, I wonder if it's going to be a singles or a tag team because they're attacking. They're 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 targeting the women's tag team champions. hundred percent. I could definitely see you know a tag team returning to WWE or possibly a new you know new people coming to uh to NXT. Well, you know, I could definitely see it being a tag team. 
I don't think it's going to be a singles competitor if they're targeting Kanan and Katana, the tag cha- the tag champs. Definitely mm. see if you the tag team. Wow, man. Personally, my, my fingers are crossed for the Voturosas. Yes. <laughs> yes. But we move <laughs> me personally. We move on to a segment here um, that was a to-be-continued kind of segment was uh, what happened to Stack Lorenzo? Last time we saw him, Tony D'Angelo was fighting for the North American title against Wesley and the distraction where a Dijak took a Stack Lorenzo away, took him to the back. I, we did see that vignette, that promo. Um, he was but hijacked or and taken for interrogation. You saw he had black eye. Um, he got a little bit roughed up. And um, it led to Stack saying, you know what? We, we could settle this in the ring. And Dijak just let him go and we'll do it in the ring. Um, I thought the, the promo, I like the cinematics. I like the costumes. I like the black eye. I like the whole thing. But the storyline was like, all of that for that? <laughs> Yeah, um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. You know, you know, Dijak last week taking stacks uh, back to wherever you know wherever he is, wherever that is. I don't know. It's probably some warehouse uh, that Dijak is. You know, making up a plan to take that NXT North American Championship away from Wesley, and he was interrogating him, asking why Stacks was in his locker room. What is he was asking for? Um, and you know, we heard Stacks say. It, uh, you know, Tony wanted Tony wanted to know. Tony wanted to know why Dijak was in his way of the NXT North American Championship, um, and with Wesley and stuff causing him the title the previous week. Um, and Dijak and you know Dijak was insisting it, and you know Stacks was like, "No, we'll set this in the ring," and Dijak let him go. Um, and now we see you know Dijak versus Stacks Lorenzo in the ring, um, and it was a good match. I liked it. You know what? Another one, another underrated wrestler when he first brought on the scene with his former tag team partner, Cole Carter, um, no longer in NXT. But when they first came on, they were little, they were extremely green. You could tell they were wet behind the ears as performers. Um, they didn't fit that mobster, you know, whatever Tony, the, the Don persona of the Don, you know, with per, from the streets. They didn't fit it. They looked it too wholesome. But as time goes on, and maybe that was a blessing in disguise, and, and you know, we wish Coco Co- was a really nice kid. Uh, always said hello, always had a nice smile. We even if you saw him backstage, um, very good. And, and whatever happened, hey, that's politics. That's what happened behind behind the scenes. That's something different. But as a person, as what we saw as a performer, he was very nice. So, you know, but this is a business. Um, his departure from from Tony D'Angelo Staple really has elevated um, stocks here, uh, and he's really gotten better um, in the persona of his character as being right, Tony D'Angelo's protege, right hand man who goes get it. Um, I really am enjoying his development, Lorenzo, every week and every week, and now in the ring here, he uh, and it really improved with Dijak. It uh, Dijak. Not feeling too much of his persona myself. I got to see more matches. I'm going to be honest. I'm not saying I don't dislike him. I just got to see a little more from him. Um, I didn't really, really um, appreciated the whole T-bar and retribution angle with him. I didn't really appreciate it to see or studied it. Um, you know, so I wanted to see him in his ring ring ability now here going forward. I thought the match was hard hitting. Was you know he is look he seems like a big guy who's who's big guy but a little thin that with more agility and i kind of like that mixture but lorenzo and the performer with the with the difference selling the moves also 
bringing up his offensive attacks. I thought it was a good match between two guys who are really was a hard hitting match, and that's what we want. And as a performer, we were we were entertained, and it was very good. Yes, definitely. And Stacks, you know, starting off the match, uh, great here, and having the offense against uh, Dijak, somebody who's who's said to be a monster of a man who wants to take over um, NXT and its entirety. Um, but you know, Stacks getting the offense in the beginning of the match, uh, leading to Dijak just destroying him but this match was pretty pretty good it was really it was really entertaining and i enjoyed it every second of it i enjoyed uh whether it stacks on the offense or die jack on the offense it doesn't matter what it's storytelling and i can't wait to see what happens between all th- all four of these competitors uh you know die jack wesley tony and sax maybe we get right. a fatal four-way or a triple threat something we, we need something I'm glad you mentioned when you mentioned storylines there as we see Dijak get the victory, get the pinfall on on um, Stacked here. And and after the match, the extracurricular um, where Di- where Dijak was going to really annihilate Stacks here and all, in comes Tony D'Angelo. So I like, like you said, setting up the storyline now and um, that Tony comes for the save on his protege partner there. And he gets on the mic, he cuts a promo and says, you know, you got him now, you got a problem with me. So now we're going to settle New Year's Evil. We're going to get in the ring. Now you became my business. So like you said, Jay, um, the storyline now, them two guys are going to go at it where I think it's going to be a no contest or whatever the case. It's just me. And like you said, Wesley will be at ringside in commentary because he mentioned it later on in the evening on the on the promo. I remember that's one of the few promos that we got to hear in the performance center that wasn't too, too loud. Um, like you said, Jay, kudos to you to picking up on that. Tell, they told a story. They're telling a story and they're leading us into a direction there. And I like the way they did it. They presented it. And it's going to be what's next, like you said, for all four participants because, you know, could be we the swerve could be there because this is this is supposed to be a dirty business with tony d'angelo the family business anything can happen never put that um passes you never know yes because you know during the match when stacks was getting you know taken out by dijak we saw tony looking very disappointed in stacks i mean stacks was you know bringing it all every single week when you know tony was on the sidelines injured and he was so happy for him. But now seeing that he's, you know, kind of getting disappointed at Stacks and not pulling through of what he said he's going to do uh, to die, Jack. Now maybe we can see him, you know, fishing with, you know, going in the fishes, going with the fishes, uh, like others would say. Uh, maybe we get a turn, a heel turn, you know. You never see triple or uh, uh, fatal four-way for the North American Championship. You never know with that. You never know with never that. Know. And, and you know, because remember, when Tony D'Angelo, we didn't know how the severity of his knee injury was. Was Tony D'Angelo was trying to season stacks, bringing in different competitors. He booked them with some matches. He had a, another match that I think helped. I personally think what helped Lorenzo elevate his wrestling skill, that match with Makamura. That was a yes, good match. Yes, I was just thinking of that. I was literally just thinking of that. Yes. And, and you see, ever since then, he's gotten be- much better. Um, sometimes the, some of, some of these performers just need that, you know, get in the get in the ring with a seasoned veteran that's been there, get some tips. Hey, listen, or that little encouragement, you know. Oh man, I actually stood toe to toe with Makamura. 
uh, you know, yes, I gave it all. I'm, I'm tired. And I saw him breathing hard. That means I must have done something. And that just motivates them. Unlock even more their talents. Or they say, or listen to one of their producers as kid. I knew, I told you, or, or, girl, or young lady, I told you, you have it, it in you. You just got to go get it. You got to reach for it. And sometimes just being in the ring with, with our seasoned veteran like that, you could tell that they unlock that, that next level that they need to get there. I'm not saying it works for everyone, but you could see that going forward. Yes, definitely. We can definitely see, you know, all this, you know, lead up and going forward uh, with the plans that they have for possibly Vengeance Day or uh, Stand and Deliver, which is the next pay-per-view right after Vengeance Day. Um, but yeah, like you said, him with in the ring with a veteran like Nakamura, um, who's wrestled all over the world. And, you know, he's been in the ring. He's been in, you know, in pro wrestling for a very long time, um, you know, getting the help in the back. Uh, it's just, it's just, you know, since then, yes, like you said, he's been improving a lot. Um, and to see Tony kind of disappointed in him for not defeating some, somebody like Dijak, um, yeah, just we could see a heel turn, possibly, and Stax be the babyface, or we could see Stax turn on Tony. Um, if Tony loses at, to Dijak at uh, New Year's Evil, we could see Stax be like, see, see how hard it is to face Dijak. This is what I've been going through and take it all out on Tony. Yeah. It, it, so there's so many possibilities with a lot of storylines there. And this is what um, invigorates here with not just with the WWE as well as everyone in in creative from Shawn Michaels. Now, William Regal being part of the WWE officially um, being part of the backstage promos or, or vignettes or whatever they whatever storyline direction of talent that they want to go through with characters and, and ideas. And, and you never know. You never know. Uh, 2023. That's why it's exciting there for this North American title picture. Now, speaking of title pictures we had a uh, a backstage promo again we didn't see most of it but i'm trying to recall what we saw on screen we didn't hear too much of it but we know that we saw new day the wwe tag team champions backstage with pretty deadly i guess they were making them do a list of chores but in comes schism to interrupt um fowler and and, and joe gacy along with with a with ava rain um all got in the face and they were cutting promos but new day has the best line oh joe gacy doesn't ask you to talk then you talk and uh, and of course leads to a match where new day kofi kingston challenge joe gacy one-on-one -on -one for later in the evening and we'll we're, so they're gonna let us know in the arena that's coming up not not at the moment but it's gonna be at the you know sometime before the main event they will have that match so i was like oh more kofi kingston versus joe gacy when I saw that match announced, I was excited because I liked Joe Gacy. Believe it or not, I'm one of the few that liked Joe Gacy in ring ability. Yes, and, and you know, in the backstage pro, in the backstage promo, New Day told Pretty Deadly, "You will be, have a chance to become number one contenders at uh, uh, New Year's Evil in a six uh, oh in a three tag team match. So there will be All three right. tag teams. They got to uh, run the gauntlet. Yes. They got to run the gauntlet. Yes, correct. Good, 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 good pickup." Yes, good pick up there, Jay. Let and me like ask you this. Yeah. Who do you think is going to be the uh, the teams? That's pretty deadly. Uh, pretty deadly, Schism. <laughs> well, Dyad, sorry. <laughs> pretty deadly, Dyad, and we can probably see Ma uh, Malik and uh, Idris in I there as that. well. I, I believe they're going to be because I think uh, Creed and Indusha are going to have their hands full with one another on that match. Oh, yes. 
so correct. So then we leave to one of the parts of the of the whole night. To me, was the best one of the best promos, one of the best segment um, coming up. It's Toxic Tuesday. Toxic Attraction comes out, and of course, the ladies always looking sharp, um, always elegant, come out, um, cut a promo. They're talking about their empire is going to rise again in 2023. Despite we're going to build it brick by brick. Um, they were coming, calling out Roxanne Perez, the NXT Women's Champion. And before we know it, we're getting women from all over the corners of the world. Boy, I'm pretty sure a lot of guys wish that were dreaming. They were, they, boy, <laughs> they, they were getting it from everywhere. Oh, yes. And, you know, there was Cora. There was in, no, Indy Hartwell came out first and she was in the, she was on the stage. And then we got Cora. We got Zoe, we got Nikita, and um, and we got also Thea Hall, Thea Hale. Sorry, she Don't came down Wendy too. Chu. She was on my oh, side. Oh, Wendy too. Yep, she was on your side. I had to deal with Zoe. Sorry, sorry, but you know, <laughs> I don't know why they keep giving her a mic. Hey, eh? listen, let them do what they need to do. But yes, that's leading to the next thing that's happening uh, here. All women go and attack. Uh, toxic attraction and then we see on the top we see Rox and Perez coming and telling them they don't need to fight now they'll fight at New Year's Evil leading to a 20 woman battle royal for the number one contenders match to face Roxanne Perez at Vengeance Day hey uh Kev I got a question for you I'm who do you think is gonna who, who do you think's gonna win this 20 woman battle royal this one right now yes uh, if I'm betting, I'm looking at all the competitors in in here. It's going to be Indy Hartwell. I think Indy Hartwell is going to get another crack at Roxanne Perez for the title and vengeance. Um, one thing that I did like that I, we we wanted to uh, not just those ladies. They they were in the in the uh, area where all of us were sitting. They made their way to the ring, but not all. Not only them. The ladies in the locker room came out mm -hmm. fighting. Every it was a brouhaha. You have to watch the video. You have to watch because our words cannot give it justice. This was like, whoa, it was hardcore. Everyone from everywhere, every lady competitor, except for the tag team champions, were not of that were not medically cleared. I believe and whoever wasn't um medically cleared did not participate. But everyone every available lady that's healthy um was out there just going at it, man. You saw Zoe Ruka, Diana Palmer, you saw Amari Miller, you you seen them all there, Lash Legend, Felon Hanley, you, oh my God, it was everybody, everyone, and the ladies, I mean, it was chaotic, but controlled chaotic with a lot of hard hitting, um, it, it, it looked at us in the arena, gave us goosebumps, because like, whoa, look at this, look at that, I mean, it came, it came from all angles, where all the, of course, were the cutting, kudos on them cutting that promo, and they came from all angles from the promos, every lady came from, every lady was in a different corner, part of the arena, but then they made their way, and they just went all out, chaotic, it was a beautiful chaos in, in the arena, and of course, Roxanne Perez cutting that promo at the end was just, was just a, a cherry on top, and I loved it, um, we then it just was something that I'm like, you know what? I can't wait. And of course, and kudos, uh, believe to I'm I'm trying to give the the proper credit. Someone in the in the on the um 
line said it's royal rumble season we need a kind of royal rumble battle royal type of match just to get this it. exactly what royal i rumble said season. once i saw all those women into the ring i said we need a battle royal right. give it to us on nxt and they did they gave us and exactly I, what prior prior for you to see that we were on our way to nxt then before we even get got the awarded the, the tickets to all the wristbands to get in someone mentioned that so i wanted to give them kudos i forgot the name i believe it's um rock pebble um uh, that we call him you know uh, graciously so. he mentioned that in the or in the parking lot area when we were all gathering so i wanted to give him the proper credit on the heel the ring podcast because we do listen we do listen not and it's just not just our opinion we hear to all the people that go there and they they make their their fantasy booking you know because we have time to kill and i wanted to give the right credit where the credit was due so to, to you for putting that we needed that and he looked at he saw that ahead and he felt it um I, i'm i'm can't wait for next week again you start off the 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 battle royal rumble season there with that it was phenomenal which i loved it because it gave us the next match it gave us a segue into the next match because they had to clear the ring uh, and i'm pretty sure they went in commercial and cut a, a promo but it went into the extreme fight between alba fire and eyes of dawn and my goodness this match I loved, it. I loved it because you just came off that battle royal brouhaha and everybody was excited and then you go into this match with these two ladies i mean jay give me your thoughts on this match here with these two these two ladies you know i loved it and them being part in that little fight there uh with all the women there and i saw i saw from a distance i saw from a little a little a little you know arm lengths away they ran into the back um leading to what you just said alba fire versus isla dawn um, I thought it would have been a no, uh, you know, false count anywhere match. I thought it was able to go into the back and do all that stuff. But as the refs were over there, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire were just throwing things at each other, hitting each other with stuff, putting people, uh, putting each other through stuff, and it was just a hard hitting match leading into the ring. Um, and that match, I enjoyed. I loved it, even though most of it was, uh, you know, in the back. I still enjoyed it. But let's let's talk about what happened with that table, man. Um, the one thing I didn't like about this match was that the table didn't break the first time when Alba Fire jumped off the top rope, looked like trying to hit a Swanton bomb onto Isla Dawn, um, and the table didn't break, so she had to pick Isla Dawn up and put her right back through the table, face down. Yeah, um, this is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna say this here. I think this was one of the most physical match that i've seen in nxt um possibly since i've been going to nxt be honest with you um and, and it's gonna be a year now going consent con continuously over and over week after week um this was hard hitting this was a very extreme physical match between these two ladies um from the backstage uh in the dropping her down on on that uh two by four on isla dawn falling um, uh alba fire taking a lot of hits there from and being uh, slammed it was great uh, you also saw her Abba fire bringing Isla Dawn in a wheelbarrow into the stage in and and finally bring it to to the arena um it was it looked at phenomenal backstage like you said I thought it was going to be falls anywhere because it was an extreme resolution match so we never we it was just a just a title for another fancy title name for a match I guess but all in all I can't a non-disqualification match which I'm all right with that um, I like the in-ring ability there. We saw Isla Dawn take out tools, use a a a wrench, a, a wrench to twist her uh, Iba Fire's fingers, 
putting into submission there and, and just working on her hand, putting in and by where I was right in front of you see on the match where the stairs are putting her hand in the toolbox and shutting the toolbox with force in her hands. Trust me, that hurts as being as an electrician who has a toolbox. I know how that hurts. Those tools or having that by accident slam on your hand and that's and not now with full force that hurts um kudos to that and sold it um and all that you know we were telling her use the hammer use this and the ladies bought it there it was a hardcore women's hardcore match um without calling it a hardcore match but it was really good one thing on that on that spot there for the table it was a misdirection she had to put the table across not the way we see it on the picture um albert fire went for the swanton totally missed her not that it didn't break she missed her she didn't even um, she missed the whole swanton. She had to put the if she would have put the table going across the same way the ring is going across. I think she nails it and gets her there. But kudos on her to pick up and and recuperate and get it her get that with the with. I guess it was concerto to the table type of move there for her to get to knock her out and eventually get the victory and put this uh, match behind her. But the match was a solid A plus. You could you could downgrade it to a B on that miss swanton. Um, out on the floor with the with not with the table, but you, you know, I tell everyone, well, you know what, you get your rear end and you do a swanton on the table out on the floor and tell me how easy it is. So I'm gonna give them back the A because the ladies bought it. One little mishap. I know we're critical with AEW when they make their mistakes, uh, and I know we do. We we burn them, but when but when you do three or four mistakes in the same match, then you really gotta deserve the criticism. But Isla Dawn, Alba Fire, this was a hard hitting match. Um, my goodness, the woman division here in NXT, it just keeps getting greater and greater with hard hitting matches. Um, these women keep getting better. Um, they are, this is not no more bra and panty match. I keep saying it. This is no lead, no disrespect to Lita and Trish. They're the, they're the pioneers, but this is not the, your, your, you know, like they call your daddy's women's division. This is a women's division who brings it night in, night out with all types of wrestling moves, hardcore and, and swanton and for, Albert Fire, she's ready to go to the main roster. Even even Isla Dawn, I think Isla Dawn in the WWE main roster as well in SmackDown, um, that persona works. I think these ladies both are worthy to go to the main roster. Jay, yes, definitely. I can definitely see them being on the main roster, and I'm I'm actually pretty happy that the woman and in NXT actually got all got TV time. They all got TV time, no matter if it's a little thing, little punch in that little battle royal thing that well that leading to the battle royal match, or even Isla Dawn versus Alba Fire in that extreme resolution match. Um, you know, I loved I loved them getting, you know, TV time. And I can't I, you know, I, I can agree with you that Alba Fire and Isla Dawn can make it on the main roster and you know they are main roster ready. Yes, yes. Because you could do that persona. You know, you we see, and I'm gonna say, well, this is another another ripoff of of what's going to happen with with Nikki Cross uh, as well as as Alexa Bliss. You saw Liv Morgan tease it, the witch persona from from Isla Dawn. You, but she does it so she she gets into that character role. If you watch NXT UK and and now into the NXT here in North America, you see her that role fits. She plays she plays that role. It's like an Undertaker role. I'm not comparing her. No, no, I'm not comparing her to Undertaker. Don't don't give don't misinterpret. But she she gets into that character and she plays it well. Um, and she really really embraces that. And I think that's a recipe for success that could translate in the main roster as well as Alba Fire. I like you know Kaylee Ray uh, and AK Alba Fire. She brings it. 
she has that move there where possibly maybe maybe a tag team you know i understand you can't bring them now you can't make them a tag team after this resolution maybe if they if they go and wrestle and, and let's say they take some time off when they're about to make the main roster move maybe you could team them up in them in and and have now you have another female tag team to add to to smackdown and or raw either or to battle for the women's tag titles you need more tag teams there they i know they they both are hard hitting maybe they could work as them maybe they don't but they but either way whichever direction wd wants to go i think both ladies could be on that main roster and i don't think they'll skip a beat that they won't look overwhelmed yeah no i definitely can see them being a tag team um you know and even tag champs i mean they both have it they both have it uh, you know, Isla Dawn with her witchcraft and, you know, with the Ouija board and all that stuff and her being back in NXT UK. And so with Alba Fire, she is a hard hitting female uh, and she does she delivers every time she gets in the ring. Um, and I could definitely see them both being a tag team. I could see maybe there's a storyline here when they're like we've seen in the past people fight and then they become friends and you know tag team together i could definitely see this happening because they both they both i could both both see them you know tag teaming with each other because you know they just have you know they just have it i could see them they, they're both good in the ring together so i could see them being good together in the ring against another tag team yes and you think about the entrance the dark witchcraft and all and then you have the fire you know with robert fire literally you know the ring she comes up with the smoke you bring the witch it they, 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 they could do a lot of they fits it fits it's like a so, puzzle piece like one puzzle piece you know, place it there there you go there. so we'll see what happens to the ladies um if they get the call up but hopefully they could continue to wreak havoc and continue to entertain us with some hardcore entertaining matches here in nxt we move on here which i think and and, and, and it's just me um, with with an up and coming star in in, um, in NXT taking on a guy that I'm not so so um, lukewarm because I, I would like him to change his getup. It's just me, just a minor criticism. Oral Mensa taking on Javier ba uh, Javier Bernal, uh, Big Body Javi. Now Oral Mensa, he wears the ski equipment and stuff, but we are in Orlando. Doesn't fit. Yeah. There is no snow. There is no cold. There. That's that's why it's a gimmick that is like. Eh. You know, it doesn't kind of resonate, but all in all, Oro Mensa is a really good high flyer um, in there in the ring, and Javi Banyal as well. He's we we look. There's a storyline with Javi, and, and I know everybody's like, "Oh, well, that's what they kind of want you to get that." Ugh, but he's gonna be like an infection that's gonna keep growing and growing on you, and he's gonna take over because I think there's gonna be big stuff here for Bernal. Uh, you know, I but you could see that. Michael Hickabomb, aka the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, has a stunt print all over Javi, uh, Javier, because it looks like he is being groomed, like the way Shawn Michaels was being groomed when he first turned heel. That we just couldn't. If you remember, if you could recall, I mean, I did because I'm, I'm, you know, at that age where I watched the wrestling back then, he was just that type of annoying, ugh, get away, you know. And, and Sensational Sherry was even worse, you know. So we with with, with her squeaky voice, you know. It, 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 put it this way: If you know how sensation, if you don't know who Sensation Sherry is, just think of, of Vicky Guerrero when she comes out screaming, "Excuse me!" Sherry was singing his theme song just like that with that high voice, and that was annoying. So I see a lot of 
things that Shawn Michaels look back in his past to bring or kind of interject into Javi Bernal. And I kind of like Javi Bernal. I think, you know, it, I know in the beginning, I'm like, here. but then as I thought about it and I start hearing, I start seeing the development as the heel and what is he doing there. Oral Mentz is another one. Um, Like I said, might not be my cup of coffee, but I appreciate that he has some good high flying moves who, 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 he gets in a match there who is part of the North American title scene. If you ask me or North American scene, um, he fits that bill the, the way um, he could put on a good match with Wesley as well with Axiom as well with, with any of these North American contenders. And, and personally, the match was just right. It was just sweet enough to put us in between to get us to the next segment. What are your thoughts on, on first and foremost, Javier Bernal? What's your thoughts on him? I, I love his gimmick, man. I mean, with him being, like, making that list and having some people that are, you know, not wrestling, like Elon Musk or, you know, he had, I think he had Donald Trump on there. Um, so, but, you know, his character is improving each week. And, and I just, you know, I just love the fact that, you know, his heel gimmick, it's gonna, it's going to, if he makes it to the main roster, let's say he makes it to the main roster, I see that gimmick he's bringing us to now working on the main roster. I could definitely see him uh, possibly getting a United States Championship opportunity or even an Intercontinental Championship opportunity, no matter which brand he goes to. But yes, I love I, I, I love Javier's uh, you know gimmick and uh, or you know, or uh, the gimmick in Florida doesn't really work. It doesn't really work, um, you know. But yeah, I love Holly. Yeah, and I like the, uh, one thing. I mean, I love the the finisher from from Oromansa with the with he had that that spinning heel uh, kick there. My goodness, that was that was really really crisp. It really I like that move from him. Forget, the, of course, he got the victory. Um, um, you know that running spinning heel kick from him. It was just all in all, it was a short and sweet match there. We we get it. Javi um, is there's a there's a method to that madness right now him losing these type of matches or trying to be delusional that's the kind of um character that big body hobby is delusional when when he's going to start to get over being a bit delusional when he gets that victory when he gets that big victory against that signature moment it's going to it's going to it's going to click and WWE hasn't decided when but he's going to go on a major winning streak where he's going to i think i don't think he's ready yet for the main roster i think still thinking he's about about another this time next season, possibly uh, teasing for a Royal Rumble. If if it all yeah. depends on Javi, though, it all depends on Javi. If he gets over it such so damn over, like a heel, like a Grayson Warner in twenty twenty two to now, he then he he starts skyrocketing because I think he has the agility and the ability to get in the ring to wrestle. We need to see it because we saw him a lot on level up and we saw a lot of high flying stuff. We and I thought he was going to show us some high flying stuff with Mensa, but it's showing me that the agents don't want him to do that storyline yet they know he has that ability and he's a good in-ring wrestler who could high fly and go but i think the story character wise is right now he's gonna lose a little bit with that delusional angle and getting us like come like comedic but that annoying hbk role when he first started that annoying Shawn michaels like you know and then he's gonna delusional that he's the sexy boy he thinks he's cute, you know, he thinks he's hot. He has the mirror. Then until Sensational Sherry appeared and went gaga and hot for him, 
he started taking off and got the signature victory. I see similarity in that, folks. Yes. You now that you say that. it, I can definitely see it. Ha I can definitely see the similarities here with the big body pillow and the big body Christmas uh, mixtape thing like that. He thinks it's just it's all about him, um, and that's what a heel character should be all about them. They should make it all about them to show that you know they have it. 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 Yep. So we'll wait for that signature moment. It could be if, you know, in the future, Diamond Mine, which is their ring tease, they'll be now stays gaze away. You got Tatum Plaxley doing or, or doesn't know Dome Ivy, no, doesn't really fit Diamond Mine, whatever. She might be the vignette with the with the show that she'll fix the sensational Sherry mode into a Javier Bind, uh, Javier Bernard, and now you're getting something that way he starts taking off with a with a Tatum Paxley as a vignette, you know, and, and vice versa. Or they just bring another lady who's in development to play that sensational Terry Rapper role. Maybe an older an older um, wrestler, not old, but older type wrestler that could see and, and like the way sensational Sherry felt for the boy toy. Kind of, kind of, little kicks different, different though, but in a different modern aspect, we could see that. Don't you heard it here? I think that's where they're gonna go, in my opinion. So we'll see there for Javier Bernard and Oro Mensa. So we go to the next match here. Um, it's Drew Gulak with Hank Walker taking on Andre Chase and Chase U. Now, you know my thoughts about Chase U, not a big fan of the whole thing because of the flying bear thing, but this was a good match, believe it or not, with Gulak. And Andre Chase is this was uh, if you and we compared it to and I was saying, no, oh, this is a ring of honor, pure type of match. And this was a pure match. It was a good match. Um, Javi, uh, um, Jay. Yes, it definitely was a good match. And I think it was in replace of the Hank Walker versus um, Charlie Dempsey that now it's leading to next to next week. Uh, but yes, those two competitors, Andre Chase and Drew Gulak put on a hell of a performance and i you know you know i don't want to can i say it who won yeah go ahead yeah of course yeah with and then with you know drew gulak with his submission hold and then picks up the win via submission tapping out um andre chase i really couldn't see the submission hold because the referee was in the way but uh kev did you see what submission hold he was putting in absolutely it was it was a dragon sleeper he put him in a dragon sleeper gulak gets the victory um, I love the fact that these both men with the fundamentals in the ring. And by the way, that match was scheduled for New Year for New Year's Evil two weeks ago. Did Charlie oh, Dempsey and Hank see, Walker when he I did the invitational? Hear. Yeah, I can't hear with everybody over there in the uh, NXT. But yes, definitely now I can hear. Yes, it was. It was originally scheduled for next week. Um, it was Hank Walker taking on. Uh, taking on Charlie Dempsey because he was his protege. He says, I'm going to give you, he told him, I'm going to give you two weeks to prepare this this jobber pretty much. He didn't say it like that, but, you know, put to chat to um, prepare this meatball because I'm going to give him a wrestling clinic. And he says, Yeah, you got it. You know, Gulak is trying to open up uh, Gulak University. So, uh, you know, so everybody, I, kudos to the to the fans who were cheering <laughs> the G. Gulak University chance, so we were trying to combat the Chase U chance. But all in all, Drew Gulak gets the Dragon Sleeper Andre Chase in a good match, man. I, I advise you guys again. I'm not a big fan of Chase U, but when when you got to give credit with credit's due with the wrestling, 
Andre Chase, I was impressed with his in-ring ability to go at it in a, in a pure wrestling match with Gulak there. Although Gulak did smack him, um, took away from the uh, pure rules or whatever, or pure wrestling match, he got a little, he, you could see that Gulak is losing his, his gimmick is he's losing a little bit of his cool at times. Similar to Andre Chase, if you look at it, Andre Chase gets upset. He starts uh, profanity to tell people to get out of his uh, out of his class or so forth. But I like the fact where they're going, and it looks like you know there's a story being told here when it comes to Gulak um, going forward with Charlie Dempsey and so forth, and also with Andre Chase and Duke Hudson and Thea. There's some there's another storyline here in 2023, but it's that's going to be slow developing. But of course, Chase U gets over. There's a reason why Chase U gets over in the nxt world i get it i like it but i just like being the heel to 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 andre chase and to the chase you uh, just that's just me that's all I, it's not that i you know i kind of got a newfound respect for andre chase on that match i was happy for the result that he lost on the slot on the sleeper but all in all i get why he he's his um character and him being the administrator dean of administrator for chase you works and i get it going forward there so drew gulak We'll see what happens here with him. If he's going to lose his cool. He's like right now in a tweener. We don't know if he's going to be full heel. Or we don't know what to expect when it comes to Gulak here. If he's going to be a heel, a face, or what it is. We just wait and see. Yeah, Kev. Um, After the match, I kind of had a little little look. And I saw that Hank Walker was looking at uh, Drew Gulak. Like, who, who, what the hell are you doing? Why are you like this? And maybe we'll see Hank leave uh, Drew Gulak's university and like all leave all of the people that are in there leave and leave Drew Gulak by himself to make him realize that he fucked up. Oh, my bad. That he screwed up um, and that maybe he shouldn't be all this and trying to copy Andre Chase at Chase University. Yeah, you never know on that one. Absolutely. We'll go. We'll move on here. Building up for New Year's Evil. We're finally going to get uh, the tag team match that everybody's inspecting um, for New Year's Evil. It's been building, building, building. It is none other than the Creed Brothers taking on In The Shea um, next week on New Year's Evil. Um, your thoughts there? I, I hope this is a hard-hitting match. I hope it's not a, you know, these guys all four in the ring. I hope they bring it. It looks like it's going to be hard-hitting. Oh, yes. And then having them, like I've said in the first time that I was here on the podcast, that they were building this match up for weeks. Um, you know, playing the storyline that, you know, we had J.D. McDonough uh, interfere in the storyline and proving to Creed Brothers that they're not ready. But in reality, they are. They are ready for in this year. And I can't wait for this match. Um, so, yeah, I, I this match, I'm going to tell you right now, is going to be another banger of a match that is on the card for uh new year's evil next week indeed we will we'll keep an eye on that we'll be there live hopefully we'll get the, to see the insights on that on new year's evil now it finally leads to uh pre-main event you could say the main event or the last final in-ring physical event match with Kobe Kingston from the New Day with Xavier Woods taking on Joe Gazy with Schism now again we saw the how this match um escalated in the backstage promo and that for a match tonight of uh, Kofi Kingston again. The NXT crowd loves the New Day, except for one person, uh, two people actually, <laughs> Booker T, and one person. Salute to oh, our yeah. friend Brandy, who is a big Pretty Deadly fan and dislikes New Day. And she got on camera and she got there and she got the attention of Kofi and Saber Woods. And they even cut 
put her part of the promo being yeah oh, we got someone other than booker t that don't like us and kudos to brandy for being a, a good um heel again <laughs> against pretty deadly and she was perfect i loved it um back and forth no profanity everything was a classic uh heel back and forth or, or interjection with the with the competitors in the ring and i loved it i was like i know you said you were there you were sitting right there I next, sit right to, her. next to her every week yes and how did that sound from her perspective oh. <laughs> she loves her yes boy she loves pretty deadly and at deadline you should you should have heard what she said she said i got something for them and then she walked off to the back i was scared i was like uh-oh what is she gonna do but now this week she she brought her a sign that says new day sucks and while everybody was chanting New Day rocks, she was the only person besides Booker T that probably said sucks, that New Day sucks. Um, and me sitting next to her, I was I had to make sure Kofi was like, ah, no, 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 that's not me. I, I, I think you're good. I think you're cool. I like you. Uh, yeah, no, that's just her. It's just her. Uh, she was over there. She And she told me after the show she wanted to jump the barricade and tackle the New Day. And I was like, oh, I don't think you could do that. <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. No, no, you gotta stay with that. the you gotta stay with the constrictions. <laughs> but all in all, the match though. Let's talk about the match here. We talked about the promos, the back and forth. Um, of course, you have Rip uh, Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler on the outside, along with Aber Aber out there um, ringside. Kobe Kingston was on, actually was Xavier Woods was on the mic, talking with with on the commentary. We asked we asked him to please bring Francesca, please Kofi. And, and Xavier, Xavier, especially bring Francesca. We want the horn there. We want to sing along New Day Rocks with the horn. Um, we want to see that. We want the full New Day experience. Uh, since we're not going to get Biggie, because, you know, he's still recovering and working hard and working. Um, we would love to see the Francesca in and about with you. So, please, we will ask you to bring her here to NXT. Now, Kofi Kingston is out there testing the young talents. Um, you know, I love the fact when he went off the top ropes and he got all schism uh, for uh, out on the ringside. Um, Joe Gacy again, another wrestler. You know he he did a lot of good works in the Indies. We know his gimmick. We know he worked well. You know he was a former tag team of Eddie Kingston in the Indies, and he still goes. Now there's a lot of storyline there. When it's just a matter of time, if and when, which mostly when Joe Gacy and that and that that character or just him joe gacy period gets called up to the main roster but right now they need veterans to work in the ring with the young talent like you know like the duke cuts in as well as a joe gacy you know they're they apollo you know that's what uh the new days there they're there to help like, like when we mentioned earlier with like with a um stacks to help them get their talents and get that confidence with the main roster oh i could i belong so there I, I think joe gacy is there as well um they they're gonna give him that push they're gonna bring him up but I, 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 and he's he's been ready. To be honest with you, I know people say cringeworthy on his mic, his mic skills, or they didn't like they don't like the whole schism nonsense. People are yeah. falling crazy for schism. They like it. Jay, what's your thoughts on Joe Gacy? Oh, I love Joe Gacy. Don't get me wrong, I love Joe Gacy and schism. Schism's on a roll. Like I've said before, schism is they have it. Um, and you know, all of us at NXT, no matter if we like them or not, we always put the twos up. You know the fingers up to go with them um and i think that joe gacy is ready for the main roster and we had you know he had a feel he went up to main event and he had a match um you know we had a feel of the main roster and i think that wwe is uh bringing down these main roster talent like kofi kingston and xavier woods new day and paulo cruz they're bringing them down to feel for the for the uh, people that they're going against to have a feel of the main roster so that maybe that's 
probably what they're gonna do. They're gonna go up to the main roster and then they're gonna show what they have and what they did in NXT. Indeed, there absolutely to see where they where they go. I believe if Ava Ava aka Simone Johnson was ready, Ava Rain was ready to or recover from a knee injury and she was ahead or right on schedule with her wrestling ability, they wouldn't that would be a, they they would have not no problem bringing her up with the whole group because i think that that whole group will work as you know as a counter uh up there in the main roster but then ava's not ready she's nowhere near being ready she hasn't having her first match she's been injured um both times during training uh with surgery and if she was in the ring um i think they would have booked them up personally well because they could have her work and learn on on the fly and i think she will pick it up of course we all know why but you know where, where who's her her bloodline and 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 all that with that, what it comes with it, they they would have bought it because that's a merch. She's a merch seller, believe it or not. People, she hasn't done anything yet, but just her being there and cutting promo with Joe Gacy and 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 the Schism, they're they're promo merch. They they so they they move merch in the NXT arena where a lot of guys usually it's tough to sell. You don't see a lot of people buying merch as much. The day that that Schism came out with their new their merch went quick. They move merch. They they move the needle when it comes to there. So maybe another run. In NXT for 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 Joe Gacy for another year, or maybe it'll leave when Ava's ready. They kind of kick out Joe Gacy, and and she takes over a lot a lot the way uh, Rhea Ripley moves the needle. But they'll move remove they did with Edge, and then Joe Gacy could go and do something in the main roster, and you still have the heat with Schism. They just keep adding. You know what? We're four roots, and we'll just keep our branches will continue to grow and they'll bring another uh, person into there kind of fit that role i could see that going in the future when it comes to schism yeah definitely i could definitely see them um kicking joe gacy out of uh schism leading schism to say in nxt and do what they need to do and have joe gacy go up i i don't want to say he could be part of um um judgment day uh, but you know, he has, I, you know, I kind of blanked on the name. Sorry about that, but I could definitely see he has kind of that, um, creepy kind of gimmick that I see that, uh, judgment day has. Um, and I could see them kicking Dominic out. Maybe they can kick Dominic out or kick Finn Balor out and bring in uh, Joe Gacy to fit in the role of maybe a leader, a new leader or uh, a new member of judgment day. I never thought about that. That's a really good one. Really good observation there. Really good one there. We'll see what happens there. Um, we'll get to the final final segment of the night in NXT. It is the Grayson Waller effect. One of the hot wrestlers in NXT right now as a heel who has his get who has gotten over with the wrestling crowd and I'm and he is just the number one. Personally, I keep saying it. And I say week in week out. To me, he is the number one heel in all of professional wrestling and now with the promo on the mic on the mannerisms um he gives he'll just he doesn't not take no backseat to no mjf to no miz right now i think he is the bar setter um i think he is the one that sets the table i believe that is grayson waller with that microphone skills he had although the segment with the world champion nxt world champion braun breaker the segment was a little bit like a toast like a dry toast kind of i know braun came out with with his dad's um jacket of course me being a big rick steiner scott steiner fan um i'm a big fan of them the steiner brothers when they wrestled in wwe and nwa wcw followed their career and his enjoyment to see their son on every night i know folks in, in, in the nxt universe 
don't pretty much like LeBron Breaker, but me being a fan of his of his uncle and father and seeing him grow up and develop into that and seeing those old um, costumes that he wears, to me, I like it. I, I get it. I like it. I like the way they, they're grooming him. I, I, I love the fact that Waller called him a Coburg wannabe. Um, that promo, Jason Waller just brings it, Jay. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like you said before, he's not like a Miz or an MJF. He's him himself. He's Grayson Waller. Uh, he brings to the table something that I can see um, him being NXT champion in the near future. Um, and Braun Breaker, yeah, people don't like Braun Breaker. They're down in NXT. It's not that we don't like him because uh, I'm kind of part of that group. It's just that we don't. He was NXT champion for way too long. I feel like he should let somebody else um, be NXT champion and have him go do something other than be the champion. Um, and like you said before, with that jacket, him coming out, and I saw, I noticed it, and I said to Evan, "Give me Max Evan. Hey, look, it's his dad's jacket." Um, and he he acknowledged it. He said yes, uh, but he said that I think it says Braun on the back of it um, instead of uh, what it normally had on the back of it. Um, but yeah, I. Braun, you know, I love Braun. Don't get me wrong. I love him. He's he's an amazing competitor in the ring. Um, but it's time to give somebody else a chance as NXT champion. All right. I, I, I can see I can hear I hear your thoughts, NXT Universe. I see it. It almost says he doesn't have a he doesn't have a title run. It was it's boring, whatever the case is that they haven't put put a a opponent worthy enough to take that. He had two competitors. He had two. Halloween Havoc. He did, but he destroyed them. He of did course. What he, he did what he's supposed to. Destroy them. Uh, not, his, not, the fault, not his fault that when he beats his opponent, he, he makes it so believable. He destroys. That's what he's to want. You don't want... I don't. I think you, the, everybody would be upset if he goes around doing a, a schoolboy or a roll-up for a pin and getting title, defending his title on one of those, on a roll-up. You guys will go. You guys will go bananas and and get so upset. He goes out there and he destroys him with his power driver or his or his spear or you know. In in the case when he beat Tommaso Ciampa with the submission hold, so he's done it in all different aspects. It's not his fault that his opponents has not brought up that level. I, I thought JD McDonough was going to give him a big. Uh, maybe they should have left a one on one. Maybe JD McDonough is too much of a of a talent for a Braun Breaker. That's why they had to put him in a triple threat to protect um, Elon, uh, either Dragunov or Braun Breaker. Who knows? I personally, I don't think he's ready to go to the main roster. Like everybody's dying for him to leave to the main roster to the WWE. And I'm a big, I'm the big fan of. I'm the don't you could say one of the only few that is a huge fan of Braun Breaker. Um, not because for selfish reasons to see him each and every week on Tuesday. I don't think he's ready because if he goes to the main roster, I believe he'll get lost in the shuffle because I don't think he's ready for world title. Do I don't see him being a, a Roman Reigns for a world title. Oh, yeah, no, I, no one sees him beating Roman Reigns. I don't know why people on the internet are putting out there that Braun Breaker will be the one to defeat Roman. That's not the case. I don't see him beating Roman Reigns in any way, shape, or form. No, and even Gunther right now. Uh, you know, right, uh, Gunther, even Austin Theory, Braun has to work his, his way up. Um, when he comes to the main roster, he has to be ready to win one of those titles. A lot of the way Gunter did when he first came up, he became a larger than life. He had a vignette. Um, personally, I would like for Braun Breaker. Personally, if they want to brush him and they want to bring him to the main roster, or they or they seem they they could sell money, merchandise, and stuff with him. 
I, I called in, I said it time and time again, and I mentioned it in the in the parking lot with the with the other wrestlers, fantasy booking and stuff. And I said on this podcast many times, you okay, you're gonna bring him up. You're gonna I will tell I will team him up with Matt Cass Moss and I will make them the new Steiner brothers because they both have the physique, they have the look. You could even put them, you could even want to put if you want to put Emma now that she's in back in, in the fold as their vignette, their manager, let them be the new Steiner brothers, let them run as a tag team when they're ready to go separate. When now when when Roman Reigns starts retiring or getting down and all the main cards, the main you know, no AJ Styles, none of those guys there are either retired or a year or two away then you elevate or you know you then you make ron breaker go singles even madcap now they could go get the mid-card titles where you could build up a, a, a ron breaker winning a battle a royal rumble then you know he gets in the title picture if you want to bring him up to the main roster if you want to take him out of nxt and thinking that his run is course here and there's money to be made with merchandise and, and ron breaker's look you could do that um, that's just my opinion i would love that yes definitely and now that you brought up the madcap moss and you know um, Braun Breaker can be, you know, now that I look at it, yes, I see where you're going with it, and I agree fully with you. Um, and now looking back at it, Braun, yeah, Braun Breaker is not ready for the main roster. I take back what I said before. Um, I, yeah, no, he's not ready for the main roster. Um, but we'll just see what happens um, at uh, uh, New Year's Evil. Right, because we're back to Braun with the brain roster. He doesn't have the, the microphone skills too much. You can see the way the race and Waller. He wants to deliver the right line, but he's thinking, what should I say? So how's it going to sound right? And he's thinking too much in his head with um, not want to botch or, or say something wrong in his promos there. You know, um, and being honest with you, Jay, neither Rick or Scott, both. And I, would, and I tell you, I'm a huge fan of the work that were not that great cutting promos neither. You know, you, we all know the famous uh, 33 and the third chance with Scott, with Rick uh, Scott Steiner. Scott and Rick wasn't really a big solo wrestler um, to per se with cutting promos. He, he had his solo run for a while, but they were more of a tag team dominant. I'm not saying Braun Breaker's faith is to stay as a tag team dominate, dominant, but uh, you if you want to bring him to the main roster, that's why I'm a big advocate of making him be a tag team first before he separates. Like, you know, and also I, I also saw well, like myself, if that if that's not the case, then you know we all know that they have that um, off air romance between him and Cora J. Let Cora J be his manager, and Cora J is a, a good talker of the mic, heel who gets heat. Um, and of course, I would hate him to be a, I would hate him to be a a a, a heel. But if it's if it's gonna be in the main roster where he's gonna generate heat and look like a bad guy, a bad dude, like a bad you know larger than life persona, I will take that. Yes, definitely. I you know even if it has to be a heel gimmick, yes, I anything it takes for Braun Breaker to succeed in the WWE is what they're gonna go for. And you know Braun Breaker with the promos, Grayson Waller, I felt like he carried that promo last night on the Grayson Waller effects. But I got to give credit before we close out the NXT portion here. He re redeemed himself with the power move and the physicality. Getting that slam on, on Grayson Waller and then taking his cell phone and, do, and and as Waller weasels his way out of the ring, he did that moonsault flip with the phone in his hands. That was awesome. Notice how, I'm going to say this once, notice how every single time Grayson Waller has his Grayson Waller effect, um, last time he did it, uh, for the deadline, they're re they're trying to recreate the Logan Paul the Logan Paul thing, 
when Logan Paul jumped with his phone. They're trying to recreate it. It's it's it's. Hey, I can see them trying. I'm seeing them trying. But it, he did. He did it though. Braun Breaker, yeah, big did. guy like that. He did it. He didn't top dollar it. He really took it to another level. <laughs> <laughs> enough with the bro enough with the top dollar jokes <laughs> uh, no but nxt last night i'm going to have to say it was an eight out of ten uh in my part i mean it was a great way to kick off 2023 the first nxt of the year um with with you know the females getting their own little segment there all of them uh to braun breaker uh and grayson waller on the grayson waller effect to carmelo hayes and uh, um, Apollo starting off NXT with a banging of a match. Um, and then we also had Trick Williams improving in the ring and showing his in-ring talent that he's been gaining over the past few weeks that we've been gone from NXT. Indeed. Personally, I think last night was a really good event. I, I, I'm going to give it a full nine. Um, it was just really that good. Uh, it was a huge part for the... Uh, not just a small segment. I thought it was a huge part for the women from toxic attraction addressing, kind of dressing with Mandy Rose situation without saying Mandy. Um, I love also, how they're doing that. I guess yes, that was phenomenal there. Also the the hardcore match between uh, Isla Isla Dawn and Amber Fire. That was just that was a hell of a hardcore hitting match. You know, so the ladies signed shined perfect. Um, last night there and not just that 9.30 spot like they do in other places no disrespect to that but that's what it is they had it they even on level up they had some great women matches there bringing the whole women locker room out there and just going havoc and just uh, and, and it was a controlled chaos that looked phenomenal on TV also from starting the match there with Trick Williams actually with Carmelo and Apollo leading into the Trick Williams match but they kept that storyline flowing where Oxium comes out out of nowhere from the from from the Raptors from the crowd and just start their match that was good from the Drew Gulak you know a pure match if you wanted something if you there was hardcore last night there was um fast paced action there was brawl there was there was brawling there was battle royal with who brought who ha ha you also had pure match if you wanted pure wrestling match you saw that with andre chase and and and, and gulak you saw uh, you even saw a big promo vignette um cut right in front of us with grayson waller and and, and braun breaker so uh, what it, it was a little bit of everything last night you give that show a nine because it's not a premium line event but it felt like to cut off the year on a premium live event i could and i'm gonna say i really enjoyed that night it went so quick um nxt and and i want to give the kudos was to the crowd everyone in the nxt arena that was not tennessee guys that was not nashville tennessee and uh, Pittsburgh, who were board fest. This guy, everybody here was entertained. They gave their, they're all cheering and going all out as a crowd. We were all invigorated. We got up on our hands, on our feet. We yelled, we screamed. Some of us lost our voices. It was not Nashville. This wasn't that Nashville crowd. This was, and, and of course, again, in the state of Florida, Tampa, you kicked Beer Wren in that SmackDown the other night with Cena. You, the crowd was phenomenal electric. Again, Orlando, heads up. You did a hell of a job as a crowd screaming and yelling. Again, Florida has the it factor. WWE, I know you have to share your love around the whole country. I understand that. I We totally get it. They, they have the right to see the WWE product as well. But remember who's your crowd that goes bananas there. It's either UK, Orlando, New York, 
Certain places, just remember, keep in mind there, because certain and cities, you got to bring it, bro. You got to bring it. Your city, if you're W, if you, and I understand if you don't like the product that I get, you shouldn't cheer. But when we see matches and we see these guys going out and giving you product and you sit on your hands, that's kind of tough. At least stand up and give them a round of applause for actually coming out here and giving you something to watch instead of, you know, they could have not come, came to Tennessee and completely just went to another place. But, you know, you guys sitting down, yawning, and, you know, just being bored, possibly yeah. going on your phone, going on Twitter instead of watching the match. That's just not right. You guys at least got to give the performers a round of applause for coming out here every single night and putting on performance for not just you, for everybody around the world. Indeed. So we want to see that. Before we close out the NXT, we want to cut. We want to talk about one more promo that I, I don't want to leave out there. It was from Malik Blade and, and Enofe came out and addressed us. They got big things, big aspiration coming up for 2023 for that tag team. Uh, Brasley gold around the waist. I've said it and I said it here. I said it weeks. I said about two weeks ago oh, when I saw New Day first win the WWE NXT tag team titles. I say they're going to be the next tag team champions that's going to defeat the New Day. It's going to be Enofe and, and Idrix. Uh, Idrix Enofe and Malik Blade, I think they're going to both are going to be because I think you could see a, a torch passing here with Odyssey Jones and Malik and Enofe as the new New Day. They, they could still have individual success. But still be as a group tag team the way the new day successfully are together as a group but also individual success i think that i think they get the chemistry with all three of those gentlemen there that's a 10 that's a 10 out of 10 or or, or a five star when it comes to them together it looks great it looks good i like a, a group that you could go behind and get behind and i think they're gonna have big stuff of course i'm gonna be a little biased i'm, I'm really friends and i like these guys a lot and i and i'm going forward there to me sky's the limit for this group a hundred percent um and them coming out and cutting that promo um I, was it non-televised i'm pretty sure it was a non-televised promo like i said we we we, we didn't watch the, the performance because uh, yeah. we watched wrestle kingdom and then we took a little bit of a, a little bit of a sneeze a snooze for some of us that did didn't and we couldn't we wanted to get this podcast due to time and, and schedule we we didn't watch their video so we'll watch it and we'll see and we'll see if it was on tv but if there wasn't they cut us a promo saying about big things there and it, and he teased us if he wins he'll take the shirt and watch mm. and we'll see that tattoo <laughs> those people yeah those people um you know they really want to see those that, that tattoo they really do um and another thing like i said earlier i think they'll be in part of that uh that tr uh, tag team match at uh new year's evil I could see them winning that and going off to the new day. And like you said, yes, they're probably a new, uh, the new new day uh, with Odyssey Jones being part, you know, part with them. That's you know, he could be a new Big E. We could see uh, Idris and Malika, uh, Malik be the new Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Yeah, they don't have to copy their gimmick. They could just continue that powers of positivity. We know that we know the the sweater vest power. The reason behind the sweater vest, you know, and and I love the story with that. And and Odyssey recovery from from that knee injury, overcoming and Anofe, of course, getting better and better and looking like a monster star. I missed the cape, but we understand why he doesn't do the cape anymore. Um, the dropping of the cape, but we you know he's a tag team. He's and I loved it. I love the, their interest. I love the, their positive. They come out there. They come out so happy and positive, and they get us going with the you know and and the energy. That's why I I kind of similarly see in a parallel of a new day of a, of a passing of a torch with them but 
for that, we'll see there. We'll see how that goes. Good luck if they are in New Year's Evil. We'll be rooting for you in all family. Definitely a full full blast there. So this is the, the NXT review. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We're going to talk a little bit Wrestle Kingdom here. Um, Wrestle Kingdom happened over the, while we were sleeping when we got back from NXT. It started at 1.30 in the morning, the, the pre, and it went all the way to 7.30 in the morning. Um, Jay, this was the WrestleMania of New Japan Wrestling. And it delivered, my goodness, We from all the different matches. My God, I enjoyed it so much. First Wrestle Kingdom that I watched, be honest with Same with me. And I I, I enjoyed every match that I've watched. Um, you know, um, and it was my first Wrestle Kingdom. I've never watched Japan before, ever. Um, and, you know, now that I watched it, now maybe I might take a look back and go in memory stroll and go back to previous Wrestle Kingdoms and previous shows and then continue watching it. Um, and yeah, I love Wrestle Kingdom. It was amazing. It was amazing. All the matches, they delivered. All the competitors, thank you for putting on a wonderful performance and bringing it all to the table for all of us, not just us and um, them and Japan, all of us here in the United States, North America. Uh, everywhere around the world that people were watching Wrestle Kingdom, thank you for putting on an amazing performance. It was phenomenal. Um, I, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna review every bit of it because of the names and, and we kept you on for longer. I'm just gonna give um, a couple matches the results. Um, and we'll say we'll throw out a couple matches that caught our eye that we enjoyed. Um, we know that, uh, I'm gonna give you some names that we heard of Great Okan, Shingo Takachi, uh, and show, uh, and uh, they went and and Duro Yano won against Rumble. So I didn't, that one I was asleep. I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch that one. Just give a couple names because we heard of the great Okan. Um, we got Zack Zaber Jr. defeat Rena Narada for the DWP Television Champion. Um, also, we have a new never open weight champion in um, Tamatanga beat Carl Anderson from the OCs. Uh, we saw that there. And that match was a really good match there. I could. I, I, oh my god, that was a really good match. I was very proud of Carl Anderson, even though he, despite dropping that title, the, no, the never open weight champion. I hope that he can. They allow the really allows him to do that style of wrestling um, that he did uh, in New Japan uh, oh, this morning. Because I love what I saw from Carl Anderson. I'm like, dude, you need to bring some a little bit of more of that interject to your wrestling ability here in the WWE because you got the powerhouse in Anderson. In Carl, you need to be the the, that that in ring performer. Um, any other matches on before I give anyone before, that you want to talk about before I, I continue giving a little room of the results? Yes, the FTR match. Um, let me pull up my notes here. Uh, FTR versus uh, Bishamon for the IWGP World Tag Team Championship match that caught my eye um, and it, you know, it delivered. It delivered. I love that, you know, Dax Harwood and uh, Ka- uh, Dash Wheeler, you know, are over here um, letting, you know, coming over from the United States to Japan and putting on a performance with the New Japan competitors. Um, and they dropped the titles, unfortunately. Um, and I could definitely see them maybe possibly taking a break from wrestling. I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of the news and notes that I mentioned earlier in the show, I didn't want to spoil anything, was... FDR's contract is up in February from the from All Elite Wrestling. There's talks of them wanting to take a massive few months off um, to recuperate. Of course, they've been 
we see them uh the storyline is they've been losing a lot of matches they dropped the AAA tag team titles first it was the ring of honor tag team titles the AAA. now they dropped the new japan iwgp tag team champions um now they're they have no titles now now they're not going to look like the uh nxt guys that go around with a bunch of titles on waiting online but now they're going to look they, they're going to look without titles gold i believe they're going to take some time off here i believe that they're they're gonna weigh their options they're gonna recuperate because there's a lot of traveling you know you gotta you have obligations in japan they have obligations in mexico you know and then you have to in mexico don't just they just don't wrestle in mexico you saw ftr wrestling in, in england you see them moving around the globe with those with their with their obligations and that's a toll especially you know one of i believe dax has a young six-year-old daughter who's who fought different illnesses and in recovery that's also mentally draining want to spend time with your daughter and with the family and, and going through their situation in the end that also takes a toll i can see where the, the few year few months off not years couple months i can see them returning possibly in, in august if they if they get written off in in february and take off you know the beginning of spring with early summer where you know he could be part of the summer with his daughter you know go out disney the family thing all that other stuff in their personal life i could see them returning getting back into business somewhere in late august or september either all out or SummerSlam, if they choose to go to wrestle either for a back to aw with a contract or test the waters with triple h again in wwe or even if they go back to new japan if they really enjoy they, they those doors will always be open for ftr whatever wrestling organization they choose because they bring it they are good performers and there's value in those um gentlemen going forward so we'll see for them uh, and and like you said no longer IWDP tag team champions maybe a weight of this uh, and also lose not able to losing that roh tag titles not winning the aw tag titles maybe it's a little weight off the shoulders that they're really looking forward um you know so i i can see where i respect that it's not they're losing their touch there's probably something more behind the scenes that they they ask for it there going forward um jay another thing that everybody wants to talk about here is we saw kiri with former former wwe uh, and nxt kiri defeat tama nakata for the iwpp women's championship but that wasn't the main thing after the match we get an interruption they debut of sasha banks aj mercedes monet um, makes her uh, new japan wrestling debut no longer for now um not part of the world wrestling federation right wrestling entertainment look at me going back to the wwf <laughs> Um, the World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE, and now signed with New Japan Wrestling um, and also Stardom. She mentioned it um, on her promo. So I do not long, long know how long that commitment is. It looks like it's going to be for quite a few shows for both promotions. What was your thoughts when she came out? Yes, I was excited for when she came out. Um, and then the promo kind of got me a little bit drifted off into uh what i thought maybe was a botched move um but all in all i you know that her coming to new japan and actually going testing new waters going out and going to japan and going to stardom and new japan pro wrestling you know i think it's a good idea and i just want to note last night mercedes bernardo tweeted out to everybody at wwe wwe universe vince mcmahon triple h and everybody backstage that helped her um in her time being at wwe and she said thank you um which i just want to say thank you to uh sasha banks for the years 
of um, entertainment you brought to WWE, and I can't wait to see what Mercedes Monet has in store. I can't wait to see her face Kyrie in February in San Jose. Now that's gonna take in the states here in San Jose, USA. Then, yes, yes, okay. it is. So they have a, a a New Japan event here in the United States in San Jose, California, where there's gonna be a lot of speculation now. On the speculation, if this will she sign with All Elite Wrestling? Um, if she's gonna be there, if she's gonna be. Um, part of all the lead part of Soraya's tag team of Soraya keeps uh, tweeting that who's going to be my mystery partner. She's pushing it a little thirsty in my opinion, but that's her, that's just her prerogative. But let me say this way when it comes to the entrance, as I put, I'm going to pull up the pictures here. I really like her entrance here, the robe. I thought she looked stunning. I think she looked stunning. I love the Japanese robe coming out there with the headgear coming out. Um, I, guy said, what What the hell is wrong with that hair? No, guys, this is the metaphor. <laughs> she's burning off the blue of Sasha Banks, and now she's re, re, reinventing herself here in New Japan as Mercedes Monet. So that's why you see the hair with the discoloration is that's the way that's the way I took it. And it, it makes, to me, it makes sense. I hope it um, gives that light to you there. Now, the, the promo um, on the mic, you could tell there was nerves. She was nervous. You could tell she, she was. was nervous. It was her first time in the, in the Tokyo Dome and, you know, in front of crowd that she's never performed in front of. So, yes, of course, she was nervous and she had the, the butterflies in her stomach. Um, you know, returning to after all this drama that happened with her and walking off of WWE and dropping the titles on John uh, Johnny A's desk. Definitely. She definitely had the nerves and, you know, eventually she'll brush them off and she'll go back to what we saw in WWE. Yes. And guaranteed her next match when she does her finisher is going to be much more crisper. Um, we understand. We saw it. There's, if you haven't checked out, checked on Twitter. She puts a video of how the finisher is supposed to look. It looks similar to that. Uh, the thing was that the champion, so I did not, did not, did not sell the finisher for her. Now that's going to be an issue there. She's going to have to. She's going to have to live with it though. When you're going into New Japan and you're going to another part that is not the United States and you're going to another location where you're just a small fish right now in a bigger pond or you're just a fish in a different pond, they're not they're not going to be recept receptive for you going into New Japan here, the ladies, because they're just starting off um, building. Um, Carrie, you know, she came here and, and Sasha was the big fish in this pond, in the WWE pond. Now it's the vice versa roles. Don't be surprised if she doesn't get that warm reception in New Japan and you see um, uh, all that. I'm not saying she's not going to succeed. She's a star. You could see, you know, we we stood up to watch New Japan wrestling because we want to see her entrance, what she was going to say. Not just that. We got entertained with great wrestling. So she's a draw for New Japan. Personally, I still think she's going to do her work. Um, she's going to be out there in New Japan and start them both. Get those organizations going. I do not see an AEW run for her. Um, everyone thinks Soraya. I might be wrong, but come the 11th, she's the one that cleans up. I don't see it. I don't see her going there, especially the way she wants that uh, freedom there. To, and, and if you sign with All Elite, you don't got your freedom. The, the, the con man holds you for three years hostage and only to allow you to go wrestle in those other locations. But um, with Bailey, Naomi, all the WWE ladies um, in attendance going, flying to New Japan and promoting and she's just reinventing she's just testing to see if she can make it outside of wwe 
I don't see her return going to AEW All Elite Wrestling. I do not see a J. Um, I could be wrong, and I just don't want to say, oh, you're tribal. No, I just don't. There's no that there's nothing for her there. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, a lot of people are just overhyping, and they said it when she was there in Boston for a Dynamite that one time. People were like, oh, she's gonna be on Dynamite, and then they were disappointed because she wasn't there. Uh, for Dynamite, I do not see her being an AEW. I could be wrong. Like you said, you could be wrong as well. We all could be wrong. And she ha- shows up and be Soraya's tag team partner. But in my theory, I think Thunder Rosa will be... Uh, I know you do too. I think Thunder Rosa will be Soraya's tag team partner. Bringing her back to the AEW after that's a f- that, that, that injury that she had. Forcing her to relinquish that AEW women's title. Uh, to Tony Storm, who then lost it to Jamie Hayter over there at All Out. Uh, but yes, I definitely don't. I don't. I don't see her ever going to AEW. We all could be wrong. I could see her returning to WWE in maybe two years if she, you know, makes history in New Japan, stardom in Japan in general, in the in Europe area, all of those over there. She just travels the world, puts on a performance, make history, and then comes back to WWE when she's ready. I, I can see that. I can see that there um, for her. Good luck for her. We'll, we'll be rooting for her in our corner, um, whatever um, she turns up for Miss Sasha Banks, a.k.a. Monet. So we'll go on here to one of the uh, a really good match here um, for the IWGP United States champion, Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. A lot of people are saying match of the year already hasn't started. Um, the match was really good. And, um, it was hard hitting. My goodness, there was blood. Uh, but of course, I can see why a lot of the people criticize Will Ospreay with the no sell at Kenny Omega, but there were some great parts in the match. I mean, Kenny Omega putting going through the table and, not, and taking head, his head right through the table, then sticking his head. My God, there were so many um, great moments in this match. The near fall finishes, the, the all the broken arrow. Do you see a lot of Kenny, the Kenny Omega slams from the from, from the top ropes? Did this delivered? But I think it was a little too much oversaturated with finishers. Finishers should be protected, and I don't want to sound like old relic, but it was a good. But I'm not taking away from the match. But there was a little too much of the finishers, too many of the of the oh my god moments, moves, and the kick out at two, not even two nine or two, and it's like, hmm, um, could we do sell a little more of the job? Could we sell a little more of the moves or protect a little more of the finishers? But all in all. This match was a banger, though. This was a really good match. Kenny Omega wins, by the way, the United States IWGP United States champion. Another wrestler that I mentioned on news and notes that tipping his hand or what's going to happen in the near future. Now he, we all know that the AEW has a forbidden door back and forth open with and with all elite wrestling that they a lot of work back and forth, but that takes a toll. Going to going to Japan, wrestling in Japan, coming back, doing all the tours. Kenny Omega is a free agent in February, uh, February, and he is not looking. He might take a time off away from all elite wrestling, um, no longer VP status, whatever the case happened with the backstage scrum. Um, look for next Wednesday. It'll be a tipping point when they have that six man tag with Def Triangle or in the elite. If Def Triangle retains their title, I can see Kenny Omega sticking with not being part of AEW for for quite some time. I'm not saying he's going to WWE. No, it's not. I think he's going to have a run back in New Japan Wrestling. I think he's going to stay in New Japan for a little bit. And when it's needed, if needed, return back to AEW if if um, the ratings and the movement of the show um, 
improves because there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to AEW with their ratings dropping under a million. Um, no TV deal. Don't know if they're going to be on a, pla a streaming platform. Don't know what's going on with, with the owner, um, with the backstage stuff. If they're going to bring uh, CM Punk return. A lot of politics, a lot of backstage stuff. And um, Kenny Omega put out feelers saying he wants to see what the Young Bucks are going to do. If they're going to re-up, he might re-up with them. But it looks, don't to me personally, look for the, the tipping hand, which the Bucks are free agents, by the way, in March. So look for them to, to see um what happens next week is going to be a big tower telling sell because he has to defend that iwgp united states open weight champ uh, united states championship but we saw ftr as the champions and they and that took a toll on them and he's recovering from abdominal um surgery jake yes and speaking of AEW, guys tonight on uh tbs we get to see what tony khan has been hyping and putting out their trailers teasers and all that stuff for the new stage Tonight's going to be a good episode as long as uh, same with next week. Next week's going to be a good show as well. And like you said, I definitely see Kenny Omega going to New Japan as he just won the United States champion and his contract is up next month. Uh, there's no way he's going to hold that title for a one month, lose it, and then go to WWE. That makes no sense to me. I don't see him coming to WWE. I'm sorry for all the fans out there uh, at in the w IWC that are saying, yes, we want Kenny Omega in WWE. No, that's not the case. I don't ever see Kenny Omega in WWE. Um, and yeah, I can see him definitely coming back, going back to AEW after some time in New Japan, getting back to where he was originally. Um, then come back to AEW when he's just ready um, and possibly go back on the role when he came to AEW the first time. Yeah, I see that too. I, I don't, I don't, he doesn't fit what WWE um, wrestler. No. He doesn't fit. He doesn't, he looks, he'll look like a fish out of water in WWE um, coming in there. Even though his style is phenomenal, he could go. But I, I just, I don't think he's the type of guy that fits what WWE is. But never say never. You never say never. Um, stranger things has happened. I mean, heck. Stranger oh, yeah. things have happened before. I mean, but I don't see it. I don't see it. Don't hold your breath. Don't hold your breath there. I wanted to um, also magnify the main event uh, for the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, the challenger, uh, Okada, taking on Jay White. My goodness, this one was a good match there. I know Okada is a big deal in New Japan wrestling. Um, and, of course, we saw him come over in the Forbidden Door. Um, wasn't showcased that well, believe believe it or not, in AEW. Personally, I don't think he, he his entrance or, or coming in didn't have didn't give it justice when he showed up on that Dynamite in AEW. It's like, okay, who is this guy? You know, we, we heard some, and, and it wasn't. But watching that match, um, a lot of respect, of course. Uh, you know, of course, the, the Wrestle Kingdom was dedicated to Antonio Anaki, who passed away, the founder of New Japan Wrestling. They were honoring him, and what a way to honor um, the match. Um, the, the whole event was phenomenal. I, I really like this with Jay, uh, Jay Wright drops the title. We have a new champion, and, and he wins the title from Jay White. Jay Wright, my goodness, he could bring it. I watch more of his match. I, this is his third, third time I watch him wrestle. Um, Jay White brings it. Uh, he he don't let his stature or his move. He remind me of a, of a different alternate universe of a Seth Rollins. I'm not saying they wrestle exactly the same. No 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 no. But that the way he conduct himself, the persona, it felt like that. And my God, Okada gets that victory with a lot of finishing move. A match that went about close to 40 minutes. It had a one hour time limit, 
but the 40 minutes it delivered jay it was a good match i advise you guys to go watch that match this was when you call a hell of a match there oh my god i i you gotta watch that jay white just with the chops both of them going back with the chops my god there was a time when he chops him and he just folded okada he just went back and just folded on just and they were loud those chops jay you gotta watch that was a that was just i wish i had words to bring it yeah unfortunately i was sleeping and i missed most of new japan pro wrestling um the you know wrestle kingdom but i am definitely right after this i'm going right back to where i was watching new japan uh, i was watching wrestle kingdom and i cannot wait to watch the main event now that you say it that match is probably going to be another banger of a match of 2023 um you could definitely put that probably as you're saying you could probably put that match up as one of the top matches of this year already kicking off uh, here in January um, and I can't wait for what's in store uh, later this month and later this year for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, New Japan right now if you, you you're new to it this is the time to get into it. Now you have you have you have now uh, Sasha Banks, uh, Mercedes Monet now you have now you have a new champions uh you know back and forth you saw some of the familiar faces Kenny Omega's back as United States champion sorry if it's a spoiler if you haven't watched it but it this is event already has passed so with the way Twitter spoils everything I'm surprised if you haven't heard it we spoiled it we apologize but we we gave about 12 we gave about eight hours for it so the results are out there so but the point is this was a new Japan wrestling you know what it, it's gonna get more eyeballs because they you know the product always been good it's not like oh they just put a real good show no it's been this good but now it's got magnifying and they took it to another level there um we you know there were so many good um matches back and forth I, and you got to get used to their rules they have a 20 count outside the ring you know and in new japan if you miss it on on the axiom usually comes after impact wrestling if you're on you the direct tv feed if you have direct tv usually at nine o'clock at 10 you get new japan and you see that you i know i saw the, the g1 um tournament there as well so of course that led into kingdom uh wrestle kingdom 17 but all in all wrestle kingdom 17 with the fans back in the, in the arena um it looked phenomenal it was it was well worth getting up at, th at three for me it was at three in the morning to watch it it was uh phenomenal for me to get up and, and enjoyed it i really enjoyed the getting up the whole event of it and it felt it felt Wow, wrestling was really, really up there. And I, to me, I'm gonna give the uh, to me the best match, the best person, the best whole thing of Wrestle Kingdom was Red Shoes, the referee. To me, he refereed all those damn matches. He, he, he. To me, he won the MVP right there. If there was one for the Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, Wrestle Kingdom, I want. I, I, they delivered everything that we wanted um when it comes to new champions uh the never open weight champion carl anderson did drop the title jay white he dropped the title to akata and uh will osprey dropped the title to kenny omega there are so many new champions on the card last night um and yes i woke up at three in the morning too uh to watch wrestle kingdom and fell back to sleep but all in all, that was a good match, and uh, yeah, first Wrestle Kingdom too, and it, I loved it. First, first, first New Japan Pro Wrestling actual event that I've ever watched, and I liked yeah. it. First one I watched live. Um, I watched, you know, recorded and watched 
you know, thanks to our producer Pete, who's who always gets us involved in, in whenever we watch the, the matches on the parking lot when we got time to kill, he always puts up and he's been a big uh, pro wrestling uh, to, to watch New Japan, New Japan, and all these matches, even pro wrestling Noah. What a what a what a start for the wrestling world for the wrestling universe since the beginning of the year. You had Marco Mora taking on the Great Muda, that was a hell of a match. Now you had um, Monday Night Raw. Despite the fight, you know, before that, even that SmackDown into Noah, into Raw, into NXT. Then we had what would just happen in Wrestling Kingdom, possibly tonight, AEW Dynamite. If you want wrestling, you got it. Yeah, 2023. Now I'm seeing it. All these promotions bring it. They're all for the beginning. It 2023 is going to be a wonderful year for pro wrestling. Like I've said multiple times. I said it last week too, um, that pro wrestling it, it's gonna it's going to deliver this year. Twenty twenty three is it's the year for pro wrestling. Yes, that's why you just sit back and enjoy it and watch it. Just it's wrestling, man. Let's enjoy just wrestling, no matter what. If you want to call it sports entertaining, it is because it's entertaining you. Wrestling, sports entertaining. Um, just watch it. Hey, if it's not your brand of wrestling. You know what? Just turn the channel off and just go watch it. Watch the one that you like and leave it alone. You know, hey, there's been it's been what three weeks that I haven't watched Dynamite or Rampage. You know, it's, it wasn't my cup of coffee at that time. I'm now want to watch the new year. What they're gonna bring up? I want to see the, the the Survivor Series backdrop backdrop that they're gonna bring tonight, and I'm gonna go forward. With it. I'm gonna enjoy that. Yes, the stage tonight should be awesome, and I'm gonna. But when the door is open for uh, uh, for AEW tonight, I'm going to stay off of Twitter. I'm going to stay off of Twitter. I want to watch it as soon as they go live at 8 o'clock. I want to see what it looks like because I know they're going to play a little teaser trailer. They're going to play the full trailer, and then they're going to show the whole stage with Pyro and everything. 2023, it's 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 time. It's time. We, we've come, and now it's time to show off what we have and if if you watch and you don't like something like you said you don't like something don't say anything don't say anything don't criticize it keep your mouth quiet and just move to another channel you could criticize it but don't don't hey. don't don't credit don't stir up where you want the masses don't oh, this don't okay. start drama don't start no don't, yes you get upset that everyone doesn't agree with your thoughts uh jd um and and, and <laughs> let it go you just let yeah. it go you know let but, it go <laughs> <laughs> but in all in all, it, it's going to be a good year. And that's nothing. We haven't even got to the Rumble yet. You know, the Rumble. Then that comes Road to WrestleMania. The build-up. Oh, yeah. Elimination Chamber. Oh, my goodness. Uh, um, it's it's so many good possibilities going forward. It, it's exciting. It's exciting and it's fun. And hopefully you guys enjoy us. Uh, enjoy the ride. And, or join us for the ride. And come along with us. And, and maybe, you know, we'll continue breaking it down. And, of course, um, I had a good time at NXT Live. Um, Tuesday, I can't wait for New Year's Evil. That's another event coming up. New Year's oh, Evil. Yeah. It's going to be on a Thursday. I mean, it's going to be on a Tuesday night, um, a regular Tuesday night. But it's a but it's going it's going to have that premium live event feel, Jay. Oh yeah, definitely. And you you know I you know I loved NXT. Uh, first time going to NXT, I had mixed feelings of it. I went the following week and I fell in love with it. Um, and if you guys here are here in Orlando or here in Florida and you can travel to NXT, please come. Uh, you, you will have to sign a form uh, and then you can get two confirmation emails and then you can come. And, you know, you will, I'm telling you this right now. You will have an amazing time. It is not like those small live events that you do from the main roster that they have, the house shows. It feels 
like an actual main roster show if you are there. Uh, the crowd, they're on fire the whole night, no matter who's in the ring. Um, it, it could be someone that, you know, you've never seen before or somebody that you see on a day on a weekly basis. NXT, the crowd is always on their feet and always happy for whoever's in that ring. And that's what that's what NXT is for. It's for the fans. I mean, you said that perfectly. And uh, how do you get there? You go to the, the NXT Facebook uh, page, or the NXT, uh, NXT Live, or you go on Instagram, NXT Live. There's a form there. You click on it. You, if you're in the Orlando area or be able to make it to the Orlando area, you go in, you sign the form, you put your name, you, you put your email address, you sign it, you fill out a few questionnaire there, then you send it, you wait find out you usually get a 24-hour confirmation they'll ask you if you're willing to are you really going to attend this program and then they put you on the list like the jericho list and you show up the day of at the parking lot full sale they you get bus service shuttle and you're taken over to the nxt performance center where you'll, you'll be part of the program part of the live taping and be part of the uh event it is an event guys it is a fun event and of course those that are that and no disrespect we appreciate you guys that that watch that do wrestling podcast like wrestling inc and i'm gonna i'm sorry to call you out but um you know uh um glenn rubenstein the first one who talked who just talks negative about the nxt universe and the mm -hmm. crowd i would love him personally JD. to come and jd will come to come personally to join us we're not going to oh, yeah. be mean we're not going to be mean we're not disrespectful. No. We're, we're, no. We're, i would love you to be a guest personally i even buy you lunch you know, I know you go well lunch. You know, even you know, there's a lot of vegan places. Um, Glenn Rubenstein, I would definitely um, invite you and bring you to the NXT universe to watch. You know, and and Alpha Kilowatt as well is that you know you like charcuterie boards in Miami. Yeah, I do listen to your show once in a while, and you and this is the reason why I'm doing the Halo Ring podcast because you misinterpret or misrepresent the the people here in Orlando. You call us drunk. You call us half drunk or hungover. They don't even sell anything there. It's water. There's just water. That's there. why. That's why I'm putting out this video here. Hopefully, it gets viral. That I'm inviting you to be our guest. And nothing negative. And listen, I'll, I'll buy your beer. I'll buy you. We'll have a cigar. We'll, we'll you know we'll. We'll do something cordial, civilized, to, for you to come see and, and and show you how the NXT universe gets down. You know, you don't you 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 have your negative, but we're gonna take your negative. And we're gonna give you a positive. We're gonna show you a good positive time here in the NXT world, and we ask you to come, be our guest, come here, take a uh, vacation or some time here, um, come and and come to the NXT universe, come see it, or, or you see could it, even yeah. ask you could even ask Dave Lagrecker. You know, uh, you know he was here for and and you know you could ask Denise. Uh, ask those folks that they gave them an opportunity to to host an opening for for the premium live events. We are loud. We are invigorated. We love wrestling, and we're and this is fun. Come check it out. You might not like it because of the commercials when they play it on the on the live tapings. We only get it. We get it. Too many piece art commercials. We get it. But they had to pay for the sponsors. Come on down. Be part of the audience, and you'll see. Instead of criticizing and being so negative, where you see where you're from from afar, it's easy to be negative from afar, but. When you're up close in person, you see the performers and you see what the blood, sweat, and tears that we don't see on camera, then you have that little bit of appreciation. So we invite you to come on down. So with that said, Jay, I think we said enough for, for this this past Tuesday's NXT and mm -hmm. Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's always a pleasure to get on here and talk wrestling with you. Um, enjoy anything about it. Um, hey, we're just fans. This is from a fan to a fan. We're just fans of wrestling talking about it to fans of wrestling. We're not pretending to be professional 
we're not gonna say oh look at the holds look at the you know no, we, we, no we're not we're not we're just a fan from a fan and we enjoyed it and we appreciate you guys giving us your time to allowing us um how we as fans enjoy this product that's called wrestling and nxt yes i just want to say thank you kevin for having me again on this podcast it, it's wonderful and uh yes we're just fa fans to fans we we're not here to put down other people we're not here to crap on another promotion we're here to bring you the results and our honest review of what we saw on tv or in person indeed and we have a model here on the here on the ring podcast if you ain't down with us we got two words for you just subscribe subscribe so we'll see you next time Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you live under a rock, you are looking at the youngest and best lighting star in professional wrestling. You said some shit that I can't let go, so just stay tuned for the rest of the show. So have you ever felt betrayed? Switch is how you see things. Realize something needs change. Cause I know you got me fucked up. Let me show you what's up. Cause enough is enough I'll take a fake full of payment Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh God, adrenaline wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning back I'll do what it takes I ain't making mistakes like that I'll bleed on your face to make you go take it back I'll move my shit I go crazy when I'm the villain and i have no problem at all because i couldn't care less if you like me or not i'm here for success yeah. and there's no one more successful than grace and war yeah let me talk to you war games